When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Monday, April the 8th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. As you all know, I got to go to the game yesterday. Uh, On the travels, on the way up there, it rained the entire time. I think it let up a little bit once we got to Houston, but as you can tell, we made it safe. So once we get into the stadium, uh... My friend and his wife, they want to go to the uh, pro shop. I can't think of what it's called. The team store. They want to go to the team store. So we are on the way to the team store. And I believe this is the one in left field. And as we're going, I notice there's a line formed. So we walk past it. And I glance back and I see people taking pictures with the World Series trophy. So I stopped my friend and I said, hey, we need to go take pictures of this because the line's gonna get big. And I told him, at least I know I'm gonna do it. So they all stopped, we got in line, and after we took our pictures, the one of the girls running the line told the other one to go close the line or shut it down. I can't remember how they worded it. So I told her, you're already stopping this? And she said, yeah. And she goes, but we do it every Sunday. So apparently, if you want to take a picture with the World Series trophy, they do it on Sundays. And I looked at, I wasn't sure what time it was, but I looked at my at the picture on my camera, on my phone, and the timestamp was 12 o'clock. So it looks like if you want to take a picture with the World Series trophy, and it's not in a box, you can actually touch it. It's right there. Has a nice background. I posted one on Twitter if you follow if you follow me on Twitter. You have to go on Sunday and they stop at around noon. So about one hour before the game starts, they stop it on Sundays. So just a little note there if you want to take a picture with the World Series trophy. So in this episode, we are going to go over this great game that I got to go to yesterday. Lots of scoring. Uh, The Astros, Brad Peacock didn't start out good. I was a little worried, but the Astros came right back. And it felt like we were going to destroy them. And then the A's stormed back. And then it started feeling like we were going to lose. And the Astros pulled it out. An awesome game to go to. We're going to go over it. It's a lot to go over. Because it's a lot of scoring. A lot of action. 
And then, like always, I'll give you the pitching stats, the hitting stats, and then I'll give you the player of the game and the GOAT, which will be pretty hard to pick. We'll look at the pitching matchups for the Astros and the Yankees. That starts tonight. And then kind of look at the standings and then give you an update on the April giveaway. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so let's recap this game. It was Brad Peacock versus Mike Fires, the former Astro. I kind of figured the way Peacock was pitching that he would shut him down pretty good, maybe give up two or three runs at the most. And Mike Fires, I believe we would light him up. I think it would be a very good scoring game for the Astros versus Mike Fires. Let's see what happens. Top of the first inning. Two singles and a walk load the bases. Brad Peacock has the bases loaded, top of the first, no outs. Not looking good. Then, Morales, line drive to Altuve, catches it, flips it over to Correa, double play, no runs come in, we are looking good. And then Chad Pender comes up, and he hits one in the rafters, It comes down, hits the scoreboard next to Brantley, who looks totally confused about what's going to happen. But the A's, they keep running. They both come in to score. It's called a fair ball. Two to zero A's. Very unfortunate. This inning had a bases loaded, no out, double play to make things better for the Astros, followed up by a play... I don't know, just a bad, unlucky play for the Astros. That's what I want to call it. So, 2-0. to zero. Did it kind of work out that they escaped the bases loaded, no outs? Maybe. Maybe it worked out in the long run. So, we go to the bottom of the first inning. George Springer leads off with a strikeout. Altuve walks. Alex Bregman, single. Michael Brantley comes up and hits a single. Altuve scores 2-1. to one. Correa singles. Alex Bregman scores. We're tied up. And then, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm sitting in right field with my glove on. And I hold it up and I tell the guy next to me, I said, uh, I said Diaz is going to get a home run right here. He comes up to bat, and he hits a three-run home run. His first hit as an Astro makes the score 5-2. to And honestly, folks, that ball, I was in row eight, and that ball barely went over the fence to row one, but it was directly in front of us. So I almost called it perfectly. And before I left for Houston, I actually set to record the game. So when I got home, I watched it to see if I showed up on TV, and you can see me there. I'm there. You can see me and my friend, and it was right in front of us. So anyway, top of the second with two outs. So Brad Peacock gets the first two guys out looking good. Fegley singles, and then Robbie Grossman home run to right field. Five to four Astros. And when this happened, I had this question. So the ball goes in to the stands, 
opposite team, opposing team hits it. Uh, as soon as the guy catches the ball, I couldn't see who caught it, but I mean, it sounds like an angry mob. They're booing the guy, they're yelling at him, and eventually he throws it back and everyone cheers. So I was just curious how long they would do that if you didn't throw it back. Like, would they harass you the whole game? I have no idea. Because I've never caught a ball, and I wouldn't want to throw it back. So, I don't know. I asked my friend, how long do you think they would they would uh, harass you and boo you if you didn't throw the ball back? And he said, we'll find out if I catch one. So that would have been fun. So anyway, let's go to the bottom of the second. It's 5-4. to four. Uh, Altuve gets a single. Brantley gets a single. And Reddick walks. The bases are loaded with two outs. Up comes Aledmus Diaz. He walks. Altuve comes in to score. Six to four Astros. We go to the top of the fourth. A single by Loriano. A two-out double by Robbie Grossman. He strikes again. Six to five Houston. Top of the sixth. A two-out single by Loriano. And then Fegley. A two-run homer. Seven to six Oakland. It seems like when I tell you about the Oakland scoring, it's the same three guys, Loriano, Fegley, and Grossman. Top of the eighth, Chad Pender, a leadoff homer, 8-6 to six, Oakland. So we go into the bottom of the eighth, Astros losing 8-6 to six after scoring five runs in the bottom of the first. So with one out, Tony Kemp gets a solo home run. That makes it 8-7. to seven. Springer gets a double. Altuve singles. George goes to third. Runners on the corners. Alex Bregman sacrifice fly. Ties it up. They bring in Osuna to shut him down in the ninth. You go to the bottom of the ninth, and the uh, bottom of the ninth is against Blake Trinan. This is one of the greatest relief pitchers today. Josh Reddick walks. Aledmus Diaz, single. This guy that does not have a nickname anymore gets a single. And then Chirinos comes in to hit for Stassi, who is horrible. And he bunts, trying to move Josh Reddick over to third, but Josh Reddick is thrown out. So now there is one out. Tony Kemp walks, and that loads the bases. Up comes my boy George Springer. Bases loaded. Bottom of the ninth. He strikes out. Altuve comes up. Blake Trinan, Altuve, bottom of the ninth. Tie score. Bases loaded. He walks Altuve on four straight pitches. Game over. Astros win 9-8. to eight. And I'm just telling you, that was a very, very exciting game to be at. So one thing personally, I'm going to tell you something personal. It was in the outfield, and because, I guess because of what happened to me, I couldn't see very well. Uh, so after this, I'm headed to the eye doctor to get an eye exam.
because we are sitting in the same seats in May and I need to get some kind of glasses or something because I could barely see. But anyway, pitching-wise, Peacock, five innings, seven hits, and five runs. One walk and only three strikeouts. His ERA balloons up to 4.63. He allowed a homer. Josh James, two innings, two hits, two runs, one strikeout. And he actually gets credited for a blown save. He gave up a homer. Rondone, he pitched one inning, two hits and a run. He also walked a guy, no strikeouts. He gave up a homer. And Osuna, one inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, one strikeout. And he is credited with the win. So one thing that is crazy about the Astros pitching, if you look at the stats, there's one thing that sticks out to me. Peacock, five innings, five runs. He gave up a homer. James, two innings, two runs. He gave up a homer. Rondon, one inning, one run. He gave up a homer. So they gave up one run per inning each, and they all three gave up a home run. But Osuna shut them down. Osuna is pretty good. So hitting-wise for the Astros, Springer one for six with three strikeouts. He scored a run. Altuve, what a night for Altuve. Three for four, an RBI. He scores two runs, and he walks twice. Alex Bregman, three for four with an RBI. He scored a run. Brantley, two for four with an RBI. He also walked. He scored a run. Correa, one for five with an RBI. He struck out three times. Reddick, 0 for three, but he did walk twice. Alidmus Diaz, two for four. A home run, four RBIs, a walk, and he scored two runs. Great night for Ledmus Diaz. Max Stassi, 0 for 2 with a walk. Batting average still 0 0 0. It might be time for them to find someone else to back up Chirinos. Tony Kemp, 2 for 4 with an RBI, and he had a home run. Player of the game, Ledmus Diaz. Altuve, Alex Bregman, or Kemp, they all deserve it. Mark, you said they all deserve it. Great game. I will give it to Oledmus Diaz. I don't think we would have won the game without Oledmus Diaz's three-run homer. I know a lot of other things contributed to the game. It's bigger than this, but based on how he's played and the type of game he had, I'm going to give it to Oledmus Diaz. The GOAT, you have Stassi 0 for 2 with a walk. Springer 1 for 6, he struck out three times. Reddick 0 for 3 with two walks. Or Peacock, five runs allowed in five innings. I don't know. I'll say, and then Correa, I forgot about Correa, but he did get a hit. He went 1 for 5 with an RBI. He struck out three times. So it's amazing how many runs we scored. And how great of a game a lot of guys had. And we had four or five guys that had a bad game. But I guess in a 9-8 to eight game, 
somebody's going to have a bad game. So I don't know who the GOAT is. I could give it to Brad Peacock. Let's give it to Peacock. Five runs in five innings. I'll give it to Brad Peacock. Second place, Stassi. I don't know. But anyway, next up for the Astros is the New York Yankees. And I was following their game on the big board. And I believe, without looking, they scored 15 runs against Baltimore on Sunday. So they look primed and ready. However, it's the top of the rotation for the Astros. It will be Justin Verlander against Tanaka. Then Garrett Cole will take on... I don't know how to say this guy's name, Loa Siga. Apparently he is a rookie. He gave up one run on one hit in four innings against Detroit in his Major League debut. Game three will be Colin McHugh against Paxton, their big free agent signee. He has uh, 14 strikeouts and three walks in 11 innings so far. And Paxton is 7-3. and three. In his career, 12 starts versus Houston. So looking at it, you got Verlander and Tanaka. You have to give the advantage to Verlander at home. He should be pumped. Garrett Cole against this rookie. His first game was against Detroit. And that kind of didn't seem like a big deal, but I'll get to that in a second. And then McHugh against Paxton. You could give the advantage to Paxton. Who knows? But anyway... I would be happy, I would be very happy with a sweep, but I would be very happy with getting out of there with two out of three. That would be a very successful homestand as we've already won three. The Astros, who are a recently historical great road team, went out and went two and five on their road trip, and they are three and oh so far at Minute Maid Park, so they flipped things around. So the Astros are now 5 and 5. They're at 500 after being 2 and 5. Seattle continues to win and lead the West. They are 9 and 2. Texas after getting swept by the Angels are 5 and 5. So the Astros and the Rangers have the same record. Oakland after being swept by the Astros are now 6 and 7 and the Angels who started out 1-6, and six, beat the Rangers three times in a row, and they are now 4-6. and six. So it's Seattle and everyone else. Everyone else is pretty uh, close together. Seattle's running away with it. But let's see what happens when the Astros and Seattle play. So you look at the rest of the American League, and Tampa Bay, who beat the Astros three out of four, they are in first place. In the East, they are 7-3. and three. And the team leading the Central, you would think it would be the Indians or the Twins. But it is the Detroit Tigers. The Detroit Tigers are 7-3. and three. What is going on in Bizarro World this season? Things are all flipped around. But talent will win out in the end and things should straighten out. These... If these teams are winning with less talent, it's not going to continue. Eventually, they'll fizzle out. In the National League in the East, Philly is 6-2. and two. They're leading their division. And they, if you remember, they got Real Muto. They got Harper, Segura. They made a lot of moves, and they made their team really good. And so far, it's paid off. 
six and two record. Uh, Milwaukee, the National League representative in the World Series last year, they are eight and two, and the Dodgers are still good. The Dodgers are eight and two. So last thing before I go, I'm going to give you the update. I still haven't had anyone enter yet. I don't know if you're not interested, but the April giveaway, folks. I will be giving away a copy of the book, Astro Ball, by Ben Ryder. So text me, 210-919-1695, or send me a message on Twitter, at Rob Fontenot, or at Astros Baseball Podcast. Well, that is this episode. The game was fun. Um, I got me a new hat. I got me a couple of pins. Pretty happy and excited about that. And that's about it, folks. I'll be at work. I'm working night shift this week, so if there's any uh, podcasts, they will be done in the morning when I get home from work. Uh, That's it, folks. Don't forget, enter in the uh, April giveaway for the book, Astro Ball. It's a good read. You won't regret it. This is a good prize for an Astro fan. Thanks for joining us, folks. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Astros Baseball. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.